I just feel like with the atmosphere of the house, it's, it's not time to preach today. I'm going to just exhort for a couple minutes. Is that all right? Just let me be daddy for a few minutes. We shared last March when the news of the virus was really a global reality. Uh, we made the statement then from Scripture that the Hebrew writer reminds us that there will be shakings that come upon the earth. And we're, we're in the midst of a shaking. It's months long now for us. It's still shaking. We know the ebbs and flows of it, and we're in the midst of a spike again. I think we've learned a lot in these last months. There's been a lot of denial early on and then the reality. The reality is we got some sick people. There's some people streaming right now that's home that would rather be here, right? Some because they've been around somebody that is positive and they're being quarantined. God bless all of you that have been quarantined in assisted living facilities for months. You're all better than I am. I'd have gone AWOL. But here's what Scripture also bears out about that shaking. It has a purpose behind it. And that which cannot be shaken won't be shaken. It remains. As humans, we go on and we get in routine of life. And when things are just kind of status quo, we're kind of comfortable. And then when something happens that disrupts that status quo, we either reach back and get a hold of something we have or we go to pieces. Well, we know that we got a hold of something that's real and genuine. What I felt encouraged to share in a message or a sermon today, I'm just going to exhort about. And that is that there is a oneness. Our God is one. Paul put it this way, there is, you know, one, one God, one spirit, one baptism, one faith, one Lord, one Father of us all. And Jesus spoke to those first disciples and reminded them of that great truth. Now, in John 17, you'll find where Jesus actually prayed for us. Look it up. Because he first prayed for himself in his earthly ministry. Then he prayed for those first disciples. And I think it's about verse 21 of chapter 17. He says, and for all of those who will believe because of the witness of these first disciples. That's you and me, folks. It's you that are streaming right now. And his prayer was this. Make them one. Make them one. In that one, then we have other passages. You'll find Romans chapter 12 is one of the strongest passages that tells us about the body. And I guess the best way to describe it today, I mean, we're medically intelligent enough to know that these bodies have multiple cells. So maybe the more tra modern translation is 
we are many cells but one body. Well, those cells have been accumulating since the writing of Scripture, right? We just need to be reminded again how, how important it is for us to have each other. What you just witnessed today, and those of you that aren't in person right now, but to, to see these coming together to pray is bearing out the truth that we're one. There's a shaking going on, but we're going to remain one. We need one another. Dietrich Bonhoeffer was martyred because he was part of the resistance against Hitler and the Nazi movement at that time. And he, he wrote an article, many articles, but one brought out, it was entitled Life Together. And I think we need to be reminded of what he had learned back then. He said, having disillusionment with a local church is actually a good thing. How many have ever been disappointed in church? I'm going to put both my hands up. Because you see, I've been in the pew and I've been behind the pulpit and I've been disappointed from both positions. If we were groveling today, we would just say, man, we've seen some of the most petty things happen in church. Silly things, goofy things, mean-spirited things. Okay, let's get over that part. That's reality. What Bonhoeffer was bringing out is the sooner we have that disillusionment, the better. Because what we realize is the church doesn't have to be perfect for us to love it. We still need each other because we're the family of God. We're going to fall short. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to get in the flesh. We're going to say the right things at the wrong time. We're going to say the wrong things all the time. But we still need each other. And we have to be one. I love John 17 because he not only prayed, Lord, make them one, make them perfectly one. You see, this thing called church has to be cultivated. We have to learn how to do things. The simplest motto of Grace Life Church is what? To know, to grow, to show. To know him and to grow to be like him so that we can make him known. That growing part is the major part. How many are still growing? That's a good sign. That means you're alive. You have to cultivate humility, courtesy, frequency even, being there one for another. This season is reminding us of how much we need one another. Those of you that are streaming right now, you're, you're one of us. We're all together in this. I'm going to ask you as a congregation to stand. And I want us to individually right now, just anything that you've got in your spirit of a, of a wound, of a pain, 
that you've suffered. I want you right now in faith just to release it. Let it go. If it's a person, if it's a group, if it's a previous marriage, that spouse that was once in your life, you got to let it go. You got to let it go. See, if, if church is really going to be church and be one, that means you got to have a place of honesty and humility. There's not the first one of us that have not sinned. There's not the first one of us that's walked through life unscathed. We've all had our bad hair days. We've all run our mouth. Those of you who don't know me, this, this is who I am. I'm going to get as real as it gets. How do I move on? you got to release first. got to let that stuff go. Lift your hands, will you? Jesus, I surrender all. I'm going to let it go. I've carried it too long. Yeah, all it does is break my health, mental health, physical health, spiritual health. I'm going to let it go. Now, I know, Lord, saying that isn't the, it's easy to do. I've got to act it out. I've got to move on past this. So I start in faith believing. I'm going to release it to you, Lord Jesus. I'm going to release that wound, that pain, that heartache. Because all I've learned is it's not been my friend. It has not helped me. I have not grown in my faith as long as I've been carrying this wound and this pain. I've got to let it go. Jesus, heal my soul. The Word of God says that you're the good shepherd and that you will restore my soul. If that's speaking to you right now, lift both hands. Lord, restore my soul. The New Testament teaches us about reconciliation. There's a work. And some of you will act and move upon that and make some phone calls, some texts, whatever. Others, you won't be able to do that because that person that wounded you so long ago is gone from the earth. Then in this moment, say, Lord, I cannot act beyond this, but I'm giving it to you, Lord Jesus. I want you to heal my soul. I want you to heal my mind. I want you to renew my mind. I want the love of God to refresh me, to restore me. Those of you that are streaming right now, let the Holy Spirit minister to you right now. Folks, this is real stuff. Lord, I pray your prayer. Again, make us one. Some are listening from other cities, other states. Lord, make us one. Let us grow together. Let us be this body together. Let us experience life together. Bring healing to the body. Lord, teach us how to rejoice with somebody who's rejoicing and weep with somebody who's weeping. Lord, give us sympathy and empathy in the house of God again. Lord, we thank you for the shaking because it's shaking us to our core and we realize our need of you. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Isn't that the greatest freedom in the world to realize that we can admit we need him? I'm talking to the men especially right now. We're a little more hard-headed. The women may be more stubborn, but we're hard-headed. It's a great liberty to finally say, Lord, I need you.
And I need you right now. Thank you, Lord. Carrie, I feel like singing. Just want you to worship again as we, as a people, sing. Let the Holy Spirit just do a healthy, peaceful work in us right now. Let's sing, Carrie.